This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 17. Thank you for joining me once more for this monthly podcast of all things AE. We take the written word as appears on aeindex.org and bring it to life in this podcast. Ah, Number 17, 17 months down. Uh, I talked briefly about maybe not continuing this, seeing how it goes. Uh, But I think it's going fairly well. Our numbers are fairly stable. And uh, I'm still enjoying doing it, so that seems to be the criteria to focus on. This uh, podcast, as I said, we, uh, we're providing an extension to the website, Artist Edition Index, which is you can find at aeindex.org. We're also on Facebook, uh, Facebook slash Artist Edition Index, and on Twitter at aeindex. We go through our normal criteria here this month on uh, the index podcast, where we talk talk shipping changes, solicitations, sales, letters, new releases, and reviews. I should uh, start off by saying that March was an incredibly slow month for artist editions. Uh, one was released. The Ross Andrews, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition was released on March 28th. I'm recording this on the 29th. I normally record it at the last day of the month, or post the last day of the month. I just, uh, with the month ending, I just don't have the time to do that. So I'm recording a few days before the end of the month. I will not have my Ross Andrew review up in March. I normally take, you know, three to five days after receiving it to go through it, read it, get my thoughts gathered together, get the photos, and then put the review up. So look for that review uh, first couple days of April. So, as I said, a very slow month for March. We will not have any reviews to discuss on this podcast, so we'll have to look for other things. Uh, something recently was posted that's sort of um, interesting, aggravating, all those things in between, and that was on Newsarama. It was posted, uh, IDW asks for help in delayed Storenko, Nick Fury, and Captain America Artist Edition. Now, those who follow, who may not follow along as closely as some of us do, this was discussed on the uh, forum, on the Tapatalk Marvel Masterworks forum that I'm on. And uh, Scott Dunbeard popped on it because Diamond had canceled it. There was a, there's a period of time when the book has no new updates and no set shipping date where Diamond will move it. They just move it forward. They pick a, uh, they pick a date in the future for books that haven't run their course. I think I think it's two or three years where they'll actually then just cancel it. So they pick the last Wednesday of the middle of the year, and then as we pass the middle of the year, it's the last Wednesday of the end of the year. So uh, the book was solicited, you know, in, in uh, 2014 and for the February 2015 previews. And then the date just kept moving, rolling forward, rolling forward, six months, six months, six months, six months, and then it reached its uh, it reached its uh, three-year period, I think, from November 2014 to November 2017, and then the book was canceled from Diamond because there was no actual hard shipping date. Uh, 
So uh, Scott Dunbar was on the forum. He mentioned it when the uh, when they get the material, when the book's ready to go, it will be solicited again, and then we will have our opportunity. The uh, the delay that had been discussed on the forums was always that um, Starenko was working on the pages, and there was a delay there. That just seems to be the running thread. But now when um, you read this post on Israrama, things are a bit different. Let me just go over it. In October 2013, IDW Publishing announced an artist edition of Jim Stranko's Nick Fury, they spelled Fury wrong, and Captain America work. But five years later, it's yet to come out, and now the publisher is asking for help. Well, there's a, uh, that's one of the inaccuracies that uh, aggravated me. It was not five years ago. It was 2014, so three and a little bit of years ago. Uh, back to the article. The key selling point of IDW's Artist Edition is that the artwork is published straight from the artist's original artboards, but finding that artwork can sometimes be difficult, more difficult than expected. In the case of Stranko, Nick Fury, and Captain America Artist Edition, editor Scott Dunbeer is still attempting to track down the original art from Stranko's issues of Captain America, Strange Tales, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Tower of Shadows. Which pages do they need? Well, if you own original Stranko art from those issues but haven't been in contact with IDW, you should. You can contact IDW about this at letters at idwpublishing.com. Although specifics weren't disclosed, IDW has said that the first Storenko artist edition, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., was a runaway critical and commercial hit and led to these plans for a second, like the first Storenko himself was designing this artist edition as well. Due to a processing error, Diamond Comic Distributors recently canceled the pre-orders on the long-delayed project, but IDW is working with them to restore these, those orders for the planned publication. At this point, pegged for June 27th, 2018. That's the end of the... It's a very short, brief post. Um, my other problem with this is that June 27, 2018 is the last Wednesday of the middle of the year. That's Diamond's whole date for a book that doesn't have an actual solicitation date. So there's my issue with that. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure of this article at all. Some... Incorrect facts, and then a sort of a direction uh, that I hadn't heard or read before that the delay of the book was that they didn't have the artwork. I checked the solicitation, and uh, I still got it on the uh, Artist Edition Index, and it's it was listed as 256 pages, which is a quite a large book. So I was I, I didn't really say what material it was encompassing. Let me go back. Oh, yes, yes, it did. Sorry, it said Strange Shells 163 to 168, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. 1 to 3 and 5, Captain America 110 to 111 and 113, as well as select extras. So that was 256 pages, 12 by 17, and that was the one that got canceled. So, interesting. That's, uh, you know, the IDW is the leading publisher of these format books, absolutely, soliciting one per month. And, uh... There's not a lot of news coming around with that. So when something pops up, I think we all take, uh, those of us in the uh, interest in the field, take notice. So that's that. Um, my other news for this month was uh, I attended the Comic-Con Toronto show. Uh, I am in Canada. I think we've talked about that a bunch of times. And Don Rosa appeared at the show. So I brought my... Uh, Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck Arts Edition, and uh, I was, it was, a, I, I only had two stops there. Uh, Howard Chaikin was also there, so I got my Star Wars uh, signed, and he grimaced at the artwork and said, uh, 
had he known at the time uh, that uh, the Star Wars comics would have such an enduring legacy, he would have done a better job in the art. But uh, he signed that for me. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to pay for a head sketch. Uh, I'm a. I'm a fan of Chaikin's um, older work and not necessarily a fan of his current style. So I was happy to get the signature. He's always uh, gracious and an interesting person to chat with. Uh, so I, la- I was with Chaikin. I was at Rose's line, and he wasn't ready. He said he uh, he needed a half hour. So I left there. I went to Chaikin. Took me forty five minutes to get a signature at Chaikin's table went back to Rosa's um, and then I ended up waiting an hour for there but um, he drew a really nice uh, young Scrooge McDuck in my artist edition Um, just very very nice a very friendly man Uh, he wouldn't take money for the uh, sketch he was sketching for free he said doing it for fans so he did have some prints available so I bought a print to uh, try and be supportive of him and his uh, show attendance and I really appreciate it the I don't do signatures anymore in any of my other books, but I figure the artist editions are unique enough that I will still lug them to a show to get uh, them signed. Uh, and if, if, depending on the artist, I'll get it sketched as well, if, if possible. Um, interestingly, uh, Rosa said, you know, I mean, I, like I said, the line had, I don't know, maybe eight people had been ahead of me. And he said that was the third artist edition that he was he was doing the first day of the show. So... Clearly a very popular item. Um, it's worth noting that Jaime Hernandez is attending TCAF this year, uh, another show in my neck of the woods. So I'll be bringing my uh, Fantagraphic Studio Edition Jaime Hernandez to that show and hoping to get a signature and maybe uh, a sketch. We'll see. We'll see what he's doing. So that's exciting. And that's uh, it's nice to uh, when, you, when you can bring uh, one of these giant books uh, to a show and uh, get the artists. Uh, they always seem appreciative of the book and the work. And uh, Norman, they do something a little special in them. So that's uh, it's greatly appreciated. I wish, uh, you know, uh, IDW uh, a couple years ago had, um, were showing off, I think it was WonderCon. They, they seem to do most things for WonderCon. We're showing off a, uh, a bag that could carry three modern artist editions. And I, uh, I so wish I'd had one of those because um, I, I brought these two to the show. And it's difficult to try and find something that you can lug uh, these books around and, and put it on your shoulder and move around the show. What happens to me is, I mean, I, ha- I have the bag and I have the books on my shoulder, but everybody bumps into you because you've got these things sticking out so far back. But it's a nice addition. I've got uh, not many have I bothered uh, because I don't like to travel too far with stuff. So I only attend shows in Ontario. Well, I have attended shows in other areas of Canada and the United States before, but now I'm sort of sticking home. I don't don't collect original art anymore. I don't, like I said, don't get signatures in much outside of these artist editions. So it's a limited uh, field that I attend, but uh, well worth it. So if you if you have a chance, uh, I know uh, Stan Sakai does a nice job. He does some big sketches in the gallery editions. If you come by, um, I've had Mike Zek sign my book. Uh, the uh, the Captain America one? No, they're just Mike Zeck's Marvel Stories, Artist Edition. So, yeah, definitely worthwhile. Let's uh, let's move on while I stop reiterating the same things. All right, let's talk shipping changes because that is a interesting topic for sure. Uh, a couple things. So the thicker than blood, it continues to be just off the radar. Uh, I did sign up for the Kickstarter for that. And uh, the Kickstarter said that uh, they were planning for shipping in May now. So we'll see if that happens. 
Uh, Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lion Man Artist Edition, that's the third Tarzan book in the AE line here, has been moved to April 11th. It was March 28th, then the 4th, now the 11th, so let's hope that's, uh, that's a firm date. Walter Simonson's Battlestar Galactica Art Edition has moved from um, April to April 18th. That's nice as well. I'm really hoping that's the firm date now. Um, Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition has moved to May 9th. Will Eisner's A Contract with God Curator's Collection has moved to May 30th. Um, Bill Sienkiewicz, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess we're going to talk about that and announce it for this month. Uh, the Best of Vampirella Magazine Art Edition has moved to September 26th. I mean, this this book is just a, I, I, this is one of those never going to happen. I'm just uh, scrolling down my list here to see when this was actually solicited. So uh, it's got a July 2016 diamond code. Um, it was solicited originally to ship in September 2016. Now it's been pushed to September 2018. So two full years. That is unbelievable. And then as I uh, blurbed there, uh, we can move into the solicitation for this month, which was Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights Artifact Edition. Let me give you the blurb on that. Bill Sienkiewicz is a modern master, having worked on some of Marvel's most iconic comics in the 1980s, Moon Knight, The New Mutants, Electra Assassin, and much more. His unique style is unreplicable, yet so many artists have been inspired to emulate him. This collection is filled with some of his finest covers, pinups, and exceptional pages. All have been meticulously scanned from the original art and reproduced to the exacting artist edition standards that have won IDW Publishing five highly coveted Eisner Awards to date. Uh, solicited for an August 15th, 2018 shipping date. It's 12 by 17, the modern size, 160 pages, 125 US. I do not have a... Um, pre-order links up yet um my affiliate things from another world haven't posted them yet and there seemed to be a bit of you know wonder about this this was um this had appeared on a few uh sites and it wasn't clear what was appearing in it so um on my solicitations i also added the page from the previews magazine and it does in fact show three pieces of art moon knight new mutants and electra assassin so while the book is called Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights Artifact Edition, we will see some Electra Assassin art in there. So we'll have to wait and see what is there. Um, I think that's a that's an Electra Assassin cover that they're showing the solicitation. So uh, pop on the site and have a look at that for sure. All right. I've lost track of where we are. All right. <clears throat> Sales numbers. So February 2018 sales numbers. One book was released in February of 2018, and that was Batman Secrets Sam Keith Gallery Edition. Of the chart of 300, it appeared at number 226, um, listing 396 sold to comics retailers in its first month of February. So it's a small number, but uh, did make the chart at least. Frequently, we don't see chart makers. And uh, as always, you know, take the info with a grain of salt. It only includes North America. It does not include the UK. Um, and, of course, the uh, publishers don't release sales numbers or print numbers. So if you get a chance to talk to a publisher, ask them to please provide information. And I, 
I understand they may not want to release sales numbers because uh, these books have some royalties attached to them and releasing sales numbers may get them into hot water with the artist who is looking for the royalties. But at least print run seems to be a, a number that shouldn't be a problem. So if you get to talk to a publisher, please ask him to release print runs. All right, out of print sales for February 2018. These are sales numbers we gather from eBay. And uh, as I said last month, we're uh, sorting them alphabetically by title. And we will only discuss the ones that had sales in February. So Bernie writes an artifact edition. Um, cover A is gone, uh, out of print. And cover B, I think at this point now, is uh, not out of, out of print, but not available from Diamond anymore. I think cover B is almost in that same boat. I will know more next week when I do my March list. One copy sold Bernie Wright's Artifact Edition for $115. One copy of Dave Stevens' The Rocketeer Artist Edition, second print sold for $186.07. I couldn't quite figure that one out. Why is uh, why the big demand to pay so much over cover for a second print? Two copies of David Mazzicelli's Daredevil Board Again Artist Edition sold, averaging $222.55. There's a healthy return on that book, and one that uh, I think most people are hoping will appear in a reprint, either uh, in the Artist Edition format like they did with in an artisan edition. One copy of Gene Colon's Tomb of Dracula Artist Edition sold for $105. So, well under uh, undercover there, that's for sure. Three copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, the world's greatest artist edition, for an average of $133.33. Again, undercover, nice. One copy of John Byrne's Fantastic Four Artist Edition for $91. Like, bargains. These are just bargains everywhere. One copy of John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, Sold for $77.99. Two copies of Marvel Covers Artist Edition first print sold for an average of $110. So finally we're getting seeing something that's going for a little more than cover. Two copies of P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition for an average of $99.99. Again, a nice discount. 20% discount there off cover. Two copies of Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wander Artist Edition for an average of $82.50. One copy of Spawn Vault Edition for $139.99. So, again, nice uh, undercover pricing there. Three copies of Starenko Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artist Edition for an average of $192.33. There's a healthy return. Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition. Two copies sold for an average of $346. Yowzers. I don't know. what. Uh, where's that coming from? And one copy sold of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition for $100. Bargains to be had on eBay. I'm saying it every month, and it seems to be true every month. If you're looking for back artist editions, uh, get on the eBay. Um, I don't recommend uh, eBay for pre-sales because it's just not worth it. I think they're, uh, the pricing's too high. But uh, definitely look for uh, the back issues there. All right, moving on. Letters. You know, the only uh, the only letter I got this month was about publisher responses. What's going on? Somebody, Craig D, wrote me and asked about uh, what's going on with the uh, Best of Amparella Arts Edition. And nothing, you know, as we talk about every month, nothing's going on with that book. And uh, he asked, uh, what, what are my contacts like uh, 
from the publishers. And I said, I really don't have a lot of contacts from the publishers. Um, I've emailed a bunch of people and um, not gotten responses from some of them. Um, Scott Dunbeer and I have been back and forth on some things, which is, uh, he's very generous to me with his time, and I appreciate it. And uh, I've had some back and forth with Fantagraphics PR, but, oh, and Dark Horse PR, actually. But uh, it's it's slim pickings. And, uh, you know, it's interesting how you, you know, am I better off not having any contacts? Am I better keeping myself at arm's length and just, uh, you know, reviewing and saying things how I see it? Am I concerned about, you know, establishing relationships and then harming the relationships? I think I'm still pretty early on in the Artist Edition Index to, uh, to worry about these things. But uh, it would be nice if I got some responses from other people. Also got an, actually, I did get a letter from Scott G, who asked about what's going on with the uh, enemy ace. And uh, for those who weren't uh, here with us last month, I had um, pulled out my enemy ace, uh, my Joe Kubert's enemy ace artist edition, because I was redoing the photos for the site, and uh, there was crackling on the on the uh, spine front and back, and uh, it seemed to be a glue error. So I took some pictures, I put it on the forum. Uh, other people responded, mostly, I think one person, two people said that their copy wasn't damaged. One was Scott Dunbeer and another was a regular form member. And then everybody else said, yes, their copies looked like mine. They were, uh, so there's some sort of printing error. Scott Dunbeer said was going to look into it. And uh, we haven't heard anything back yet, but I mean, it is a three-year-old book, I think. So is this something that just appeared over time? Let me actually, after saying that, I'm going to go look in the index and see when that book was released. Uh, it was released November, oh, December 2014. So, yeah, so a little over three years old. Um, my books are stored in the box in my closet of my home library, home office room. So it's uh, it's not dry, it's not damp, it's just right <laughs> in the closet there. And so I'm not quite sure what the, uh, it's got to be a printing error, but uh, we'll wait and see, right? And what are you going to do? Um, which brings me to my other, my final letter, which is uh, for those of you who have become patrons of the site uh, through Patreon, I greatly appreciate your support. Uh, we had uh, offered through the Patreon a monthly Q&A with Scott Dunbeer. Uh, we're off to a bit of a slow start there. I have the, uh, we submitted 20 questions to Scott last month, and uh, I have answers to the first nine questions. I'm waiting on the remainder. I'm hoping to get those shortly. And then... Um, we're going to reduce the number of questions from members a month. Uh, we started with two questions per patron. I think we're going to go down to one because we increase the number of patrons, and I'd like to be able to give Scott a number of questions that he can work with and answer and get back to us um, in that monthly time frame. So that's uh, something else <clears throat> that will be uh, that'll be my first patron patron exclusive uh, posts on the site. Uh, you'll have to be a patron supporter to get on those. Uh, um, so. Something to look forward to and something uh, to provide a little more to those Patreon patron supporters. All right. New releases. And as I think we, we talked about it briefly, but oh, actually, I sorry, excuse me. I skipped a news item that was up on the site. Uh, WonderCon uh, came and went. It was last weekend. And uh, that's normally the, uh, that in San Diego Comic-Con is when IDW does the most uh, announcements for the artist editions. Uh, there was one announcement, and that was Jim Lee DC Legends Artifact Edition. Not a lot of details. 
uh, were provided. Uh, they did post a video of Jim Lee talking about it, and he says it's material. It's an art. It's material spanning 25 years. Wildcats, um, Batman, Justice League, uh, Superman. I don't know. I don't I actually didn't say Justice League. <clears throat> so we'll have to see what comes in there. I think it's going to be a lot of splashes and covers. So it's exciting. I was disappointed that it was an artifact edition. Um, I figured Jim Lee, uh, the modern material, especially the Hush stuff, I thought he'd have full scans. Um, him or Scott Williams as inker would have scans of the original art so that they could at least, uh, I would have much preferred a Jim Lee Batman uh, Hush artist edition than just a general DC Legends artifact edition. So. That was the new. That was the big news from WonderCon, though. Um, sorry, I missed that. I'm falling out of order here. All right. In the show, we would normally then move on to reviews, but I don't have any. As I said, the uh, when the last book, when one book this month is released at the end of the month, I just don't have the time to do the review and put it on the podcast. I can. I will discuss it briefly here. Uh, I've got it beside me. Um, it's a nice looking book uh, the bunch, there's a bunch of full issues uh, the scans look very nice uh, the designs from Randall Dalk I, uh, it does look good a little bit different than the, uh, the other Spider-Man ones and uh, then there's some, some in the gallery at the end there's just some, uh, some extra pages from other, from other uh, work that uh, Ross Andrew did on Spider-Man for Marvel Team Up and uh, Amazing Spider-Man so the, like I said the full review will be out next month <coughs> Um, that's about it for this month's show. Uh, like I said, without uh, without new releases, it's uh, some and not a lot of news. It's hard to uh, hard to talk about things. I would like to uh, mention one more time that uh, the Artist Edition Index can be found at aeindex.org, on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Artist Edition Index, and at Twitter at aeindex. Uh, we have a monthly schedule <coughs> where we do out-of-print sales, print sales, solicitations, this podcast, and then reviews. Um, I do previews as well when it's available. I'm, I'm becoming less and less enamored with previews because what is a preview? It's the cover. It's a few. It's some pages of art from the book. Generally, it's not from the book, though. It's It's a scan here or there that maybe they've collected or maybe it's been done already, but don't feel it represents the artist editions like my reviews do where I got the book it's in my hand I take photos of it and uh, we present it as best we can so while I haven't had the opportunity to do many previews lately they just haven't been there I know that um, excuse me I probably will be shying away from them in the future and sticking with reviews I should also note that uh, I am doing the uh, reviews of books that cover original art but are not full size such as the Nexus Chronicles of the last month. I've got the uh, Simon and Kirby studio book. Uh, I've got more of the French uh, Mobius or Jean Giraud books or Blueberry books. So I'm looking at those kind of things. I'll try and do one of those a month if it's a slow month. I meant to do one this month. It just it didn't happen. And that's uh, unfortunately sometimes that's how things go, right? Best laid plans of Mice and Men, Afghan Glee. All right. Thank you for joining me. And uh, please watch us for us on the website. Everything we've discussed is available on the website. 
And uh, if you're not, uh, if you're new to the site and you haven't been there, I was wondering, it, or is anybody having trouble finding the index? So there's uh, in my menu, I've got AE index, and that's the main index where I, everything's listed. And then my giant banner that's at the front of the site, Artist Edition Index. If you click that, it also takes you to the main Artist Edition Index. So two ways you can certainly get to the I think one of the main focuses of the site. Uh, I also actually, after saying that I was done, um, I did a new page this month. I haven't linked to it yet, but I've called it online pricing. And what I did is I put I put um, the graphic from Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, and Amazon.co.uk. And it's it's just the books that are solicited through Amazon. I know IDW and other and the graffiti designs books may be available through Amazon from a third party reseller, but I try to just stick with publishers that sell new books on Amazon. So it's a it's a nice comparison. You look at it, you can quickly look at it and scroll down and see where the deals are. I found it interesting that the deals almost exclusively are on Amazon Canada. So you'll see books that are at cover on Amazon.com and then you look at Canada and they're half price. And especially when you think that that's Canadian and the exchange rates between 25 and 30 percent and shipping to a U.S. address is only going to cost you about eight bucks. Uh, it's well worth it to check that deals, those deals out. Um, I'm still war- trying to figure out where I can incorporate that online ordering page. Um, should it be off the A index? I don't want to. I feel like my menu is getting crowded. So, and I didn't want to have secondary menus where you you click on something, say like A index or sales and solicits, and then you see more options appear. I find that gets confusing for people, especially on a mobile platform. So I'll try and see where I can put that. It's going to be a link just off the Artist Edition Index, the main index page. So look for that there if you'd like to see those comparisons. I did find that um, loading up the images from Amazon.co.uk for some reason were slower to load. So keep that in mind. And I do, you know, looking at those uh, those uh, UK pricing, I really feel sorry for fans uh, in Europe because the pricing is crazy. And unfortunate. I don't know if that, what maybe uh, someone could get back to me and let me know if uh, they're in Europe and they they've tried to order from Amazon, maybe Canada because of the extremely low uh, pricing of the deals and what's the shipping like to Europe from there. All right, for sure that really is the wrap up for the show. Thanks for joining me.